0: I don't want to be like a slave to my thoughts. Yes. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Like, yo, bro, your brain is on point.
0: People spend so much time exercising from the neck down, and we do everything to take care of our body when the most important thing is our mind. I could use my workouts as a form of meditation. This is
1: the beginning of meditation. Hello, beautiful human beings, and welcome back to the Higher Minds Podcast. I am your host, Christina Drosis and today i have a special guest joining me shay gardner i'll do a little bit of an intro on her bios shay gardner is a partner and mother of two living on the south side of chicago with her family she is a ryt 200 and trauma-informed instructor youth worker writer artist and co-founder of maroon village Shay holds space for beings of all ages and backgrounds After recognizing the healing and transformation of her own traumas taking place in her life, both on and off her yoga mat, from relationships to life decisions, she knew there was something special about the practice of connecting mind, body, spirit, and wanted to share it with her communities. Through a balance of breathwork, meditation, and movement, Shay weaves in self-study in a down-to-earth and practical way. Shay hopes students leave her classes feeling more empowered and equipped to find peace in being themselves in the present moment. Shay, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, I uh,
0: was, (laughs) I had to laugh in my head when you were reading my bio because we literally just chatted about how I moved to. Indiana, the Northwest Indiana area. So I'll have to update that bio again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's, so let's talk about that. I mean, gosh, you've, you're moving right now. And I mean, let's not ignore it. There's a world's pandemic right now. I mean, let's talk about where you are and how life is going for you right now. Man,
0: well, so. I like to be, you know, very honest about my human experience. So we, in like the week of the pandemic, when it all started to, you know, really close in on us here in Chicago, we realized we wanted to get out and stay at my sister's house. But our break, our van brake lines went out that week. So we were carless. So oh. from like a couple of weeks ago till just now we were carless. We were basically, I don't wanna say homeless because we, were, we definitely have homes that we were living in, but you know, it, it, we've just been moving from Chicago to Michigan for two weeks. And now we are, we came back from Michigan this past weekend, packed up what we could from my in-laws house and moved to our friend's apartment that is above their garage. So it's a separate space. Um, but it's about 15 minutes from our house in Gary where we will be moving into hopefully within the next month or two. So it's, it's a lot. And then on top of this, you know, we are practicing. Oh, I heard it called physical distancing instead of social distancing, because we still need to be social because that's who we are as human beings. I thought that was cool, but it is very, It is a very strange time, and I think I'm just really, you know, tapping into my tools. This is, like, my spiritual practices, like, are really coming in handy daily.
1: (laughs) Yes, to say the least, right? Yeah, Um, and that's something that, like, I really wanted to talk to you about because, you know, on top of the fact that we're all living in kind of a really weird time right now, you know, we're, we're quarantined up in our houses. We're not connecting with other people like we're used to. Um, I think now more than ever, it's so important to have this conversation and, and really talk about how like we can bring this tool of mindfulness into the space that we're dealing with that we've never had to deal with before. Um, So I'm, Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited to dive in, dive in kind of with you on that, um, I also, uh, wanted to talk about on the podcast, I know we have a lot to cover on this show today, but
0: I'm I'm here here. all night, I'm free,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, aren't we all, (laughs) right, (laughs) um, I hope so, (laughs) yeah, But I wanted to talk about how you had recently um, did a 10-day silent retreat. And for the listeners that don't know what a a 10-day silent retreat consists of, it's basically 100 hours of silent meditation where you are practicing techniques of, it's Vipassana, isn't it?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay. Which is Uh, what
0: the Buddha taught. And I did not know that going into that, but I thought that was a beautiful little, I was like, oh, I this is really special. It's very ancient. Like,
1: yeah, it's like,
0: but yeah, continue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, before we go into that though, I do want to kind of like give a really quick overview intro about kind of who you are, what, how you've been helping the community, because I know um, a lot of my listeners are in Chicago and they're local. So kind of give us a little bit of a rundown on how you've came to where you are today from a, from a mindfulness standpoint and helping the community.
0: Sure. Um, so I guess I'll go, I don't, you know, this, my work is my passion and I've been really, really um, present in making decisions when it has come to my career path on like what is really at in my heart, like what do I really want to do and what's going to make me feel good at night. So mm-hmm. I feel I'm prefacing what I'm about to, like my journey that I'm about to explain because I don't want it to sound like I'm giving my resume, but like my resume is my life, because I've been very mindful in making it align, I guess. Um, I'm proud of that, I I have to say. Um, So my journey to becoming, I would say, you know, very involved in the Chicago community, the nonprofit community in particular, youth work. um, I dropped out of college my senior year and knew that, I dropped out because they I was going through some things and they had told me that my I didn't have enough credits from transferring and I had already taken a job with city or Chicago which is an AmeriCorps program right here um, in the United States it's a really cool AmeriCorps in general is really cool Um, and I just had it in my mindset that I was going to go do this nonprofit work in Chicago and I was just very young and had to make that decision. So I did. I dropped out and I moved to Chicago. I went through city year for two years. I moved on to the Hyde Park community and worked at the Hyde Park neighborhood club for almost five years. Finished. I went back to school after the five years at the Hyde Park neighborhood club and still lived in Chicago, so I was commuting. And then I um after I graduated, I took a job with After School Matters, where I then oversaw um, over a hundred programs, after school programs for Chicago public high school teams. Um, so I ran a team of program specialists who they all had their own cohorts of programs where they monitored, I don't wanna say monitored, but we really, are trained in program quality um, from making sure instructors are on point to curriculum to set and setting. Um, And that was a really awesome uh, experience for me because I feel like my journey, every job that I had taken had like led me down this path to be able to manage something like that. And Mm -hmm. then from there, I had kids and it just was a lot and Rich and I my husband we wanted to start a nonprofit so I left my career um with after school matters and we started our nonprofit where I now teach breathwork meditation yoga to student athletes here here in Chicago and um hopefully now in Gary as well um so that's my journey <laughs> And I feel that, like, all of the things that I've done on the side as far as getting my yoga teacher training certification and my trauma certification, they've all – it's all been really intentional to um, really make sense of my own personal experience and what I've been through because I also played soccer in college, which is why student athletes are, you know, uh, a – a community that I want to work with and teach these mindfulness tools too because I, I, I am an athlete at heart and I understand that this would have made me an amazing athlete but also an amazing community leader too.
1: Right yeah I mean oh there's there's so many things like that I want to comment on that you just said there like for one I mean I think that's awesome that you're Kind of taking your life like circumstances and you're applying what you're learning to like help serve other people right um i think there's some synergy there for me too because i i was a gymnast growing up and i mean one thing you know in gymnastics and just in, all sports awesome. in general yeah thanks i i miss it every day <laughs> but um
0: right right honestly,
1: seriously i mean it's, like, if you could just play all the time like that, like, when you're a kid, like, what a life, <laughs> I think Right? Like that, no.
0: Don't but, grow up.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't grow up, it's a trap. <laughs> it's
0: a but, trap.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, like, what we were taught as kids growing up, like, those foundational skills, um, but then if you, like, lace that in with mindfulness, I think you know, I think for me, if I was a kid, and I learned mindfulness, while I was in gymnastics, I really think that it would have helped me in so many ways, because in a lot of ways, like th- those sports, a lot of it has to do with the mental capacity, right? Getting in that flow. Absolutely. state, like Absolutely.
0: Exactly. That- and that's what I've been trying to push people. I'm like, if you want to be flow state, like Kobe, rest in peace, like, this is the way to do that like this is the final piece i feel like like you can have you can have the worst coach but as long as you have your own practice of mindfulness like you understand that everyone is a teacher and you also like have to teach yourself and it's self-actualization you know like
1: And it's not just Sorry, I didn't mean...
0: I get excited. (laughs) No, no,
1: I'm excited too. Like, we're both equally super excited. But the thing is, (laughs) it's not just like... It's not just sports. that thing that takes out into like everything that you're doing in life. Like, you know, if you're teaching those foundations young as kids, you know, that breath work, that mindfulness, that flow state, they're going to take that into their careers. They're going to take that into their relationships. They're going to take that into life. and you know it's super important, and, and it's funny because I had a team meeting today with with my sales team, and um, I told my manager yesterday um, that I, I was like, hey, you know, you should check this meditation out. You know, it's a new breathing technique. Um, I recently got into Wim Hof. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Wim Hof breathing. Are you? I office?
0: am. Okay. I I have not done it, but I I know of him and. He seems pretty cool, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's awesome and uh I more recently it's like the I method, said, right it's it's a certain breathing method, yeah, and uh um, okay, yeah, basically it it it's deep breathing and long story short, you're basically like allowing circulation and blood flow into your brain so that um it allows you to access your prefrontal cortex you know more fluidly and um, boost your nice. mind
0: oh I that's need that
1: of- <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's awesome I've been doing it Shay every morning for like the past four days now and I can't tell you nice. like how much a huge difference it made but send so, me a link annoying. to something
0: <laughs>
1: no I definitely will I'll leave it in the show notes too for the listeners but basically I told, my, I told my manager I'm like hey listen like check out this breathwork meditation whatever and then we had our team meeting and you know, my manager brought it up. He's like, you know, you know, something to de-stress. Everybody's going to get Zen now. And Christina's having me do a breathing exercise. And and everyone was kind of like, you know, laughing it off. Like, oh yeah, I'm so Zen now. and And I think that's one topic that I like want to address with you too is I think it's so funny that everyone kind of like laughs and jokes about meditation, how it's like this nice like Zen, you know calming experience and everything but um I think more people need to actually like recognize how powerful the tool actually is and it's not just something that like hippies do and you know we just sit in our room and sage and wish that life is great you know it's it's yeah. so much more than that, right I mean like what are your yeah. thoughts on on like the, the misconception around like the mindfulness movement and, and it being like a, a super like Zen and calming space?
0: You know, I think uh, I just really am grateful for the uh, route that I, that I've gone to learn what I've learned as far as what meditation really is. And, like, at least the way that I interpret it, right? Because everyone, like you're saying, everyone has their own interpretation. But, yeah, there also are these, like, I don't know if the word is stigmas or stereotypes or whatever, right? These yeah. things that are, like, not really understood. I think people are afraid to be with themselves, you know? Really? And that's And hilarious. that's okay. It's scary. And right now, these strange times, we are really being forced to be with ourselves. And, like you know you said at the beginning like maybe this is something that people can bring into these times right now and i i'm thinking like this is something everyone should have like it isn't it isn't about being calm and like oh yeah and so zened out at all it is really about being able to check in with yourself hey how are you feeling today shay how are you feeling right now because i i couldn't breathe and, and this, this triggered anxiety and now I need to go mm-hmm. take a breath. Like being able to come to present with yourself without judging. And like, it, I think, you know, people, the misconception is, is definitely, um, inspired by the media for sure. You know, you see all of these ads and posts and, and whatever it is. Not really showing the depth of of um, meditation and the power that it really, or how powerful it really can be for someone, you know, even just like one minute of like, let me just take a moment to check in with myself. Like, it is life changing. I think for me it has been <laughs> yeah. and not life-changing in the sense that like I am all zen out all the time no but life-changing <laughs> that I am able to you know catch myself from going into rages like I spent right. all of 2019 really focusing and meditating on why am I raging like raging meaning like getting very angry and aggressive with my husband when when things were getting very tense and stressed in the house you know like that's real life and it's not about being zen it's about being in relationship with self so that you can be in relationship with others
1: right I'm so glad you said it that way too that was like beautifully beautifully said because I think I mean I think you know we are mostly living our lives outside of you know, inside of our heads and not like living presently, you know, so to speak.
0: And, yeah. and I think
1: for me too, it's just like, well, especially quarantined up now, like, um, you know, being put in this small box, it's so easy to like to get into your thoughts and, and get into your own head. And for you to build this tools and build like the mental you know, capacity to kind of like check yourself, right? Um, Yeah, I I have it so often. And and I think like for me in sales too, like, you know, calling on prospects and and going through like these hard times too with with getting frustrated because nobody wants to talk to me on the phone. Like um, me going through like that mental loop of, you know, maybe even like throwing a pity party for myself but being able to identify when I'm having those thoughts and then observe those thoughts for like, they're just thoughts. And then, yeah,
0: they're not you
1: just move on from it.
0: Yeah. Well, and what the retreat, you know, really helped instill in me was the perspective that everything arises to pass away. Everything Mm -hmm. is changing. Like nothing is permanent. You know, and and. While I say that, you know, there can be also thoughts of like, well, then, you know, um, does that make you emotionless? Because that's something that I question, you know, how do I still hold my emotions in, in in a way that allows me to express myself because I am angry right now? And, yeah, I know I'm going to not be angry tomorrow, but like I'm angry right now and like being OK with that. Sorry, yeah. I guess I digressed, but like.
1: <laughs> no, no, but uh, this is a really good segue. I I really want to dive into this. So, let, let's talk about your retreat. Um, so for the listeners that don't know what we're talking about, can you kind of sum in short, in short, in summary, like, you know, what this experience is? Um, so you you're basically going on a retreat away for ten days and not able to talk um and kind of interacts with anybody um so i guess you're better at explaining this because you went through it so kind of like give us a full picture of of what it what it looks like and sure all that so
0: we i think it was a total of like 12 days 11 nights and then within those days you had 10 days right in a row of silent meditation from before sun up till after sundown so um, it was i guess dead of winter the end of january beginning of february that i went and um, my husband dropped me off and he I went in to take my luggage to the room and he had already took off and I called him on the phone. I was like, You left, we didn't even say bye. He's like, I thought you already like started. Are you even supposed to be talking right now? <laughs> I was like, dude, I haven't even like signed in. Like, come on, man. Like, come say goodbye. Hug me. This is terrifying. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> what happened
0: happens is right, come back, don't leave me. Do this with me. <laughs> Um, which was really cool because there was a couple doing it together. Um, so before we, before we started the whole thing, I did get to meet a few people and we talked for like an hour, had a dinner, and then we took an oath of, uh, how did they word it? A vow of, oh, this is terrible. I can't remember it. My memory. I'm a mom brain. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, you take a vow of silence, basically. Um. So you aren't, you do not speak like you and you also like don't make eye contact with people. Of course, it's very hard to um, not make eye contact when you share space like bathrooms. So I dormed with one other person and we shared a bathroom. So, you know, we had to figure out how to maneuver about with each other throughout the week without talking. Um, So sometimes that did involve um eye contact, right? And then sometimes it just happens. You just say, Oh, sorry, like if you bump into someone, just like out of habit. So um we took that vow and then right away the next morning we were we meditate from four thirty AM right up until nine PM at night. Um in in chunks though. So um there was a meditation hall where you were able to you had your own pad that you sat on and they provided tons of pillows blankets stools that you could set up like basically everyone had these thrones that they created by the end of the 10 well 11 12 days um because you know you're sitting you're sitting and you have to your body has to gain strength to sit and sometimes you need support and that's what i think is so beautiful that like you aren't just thrown out there to sit without you know support because our bodies are not used to doing these you know i meditate i was meditating i i practiced yoga i wish i did it more um i wish i had longer durations to do it throughout the times that i'm practicing but like I felt very prepared and I still injured myself. I literally bruised my butt bone from being stubborn, but, but that was like, yeah. And it was all part of, you know, the whole experience too. So, um, to keep going
1: for so long too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like, well, so what happens is, um, you you go through you learn the technique of the pasana which is to very very loosely describe it a body scan um, but I am not a Vipassana teacher I'm not I've only taken this course once to become one of these teachers you have to like go through lots of these courses and lots of training um, so I am I am not a qualified expert I'm only speaking from my experience this right. is it's a really intense body scan and so and the
1: what they also they
0: ask know, of you maybe
1: what sorry to interrupt oh like sure the,
0: like, yeah you no you're right the
1: body scan is like could you kind of like dumb it down like describe what yeah what they're running so through basically with. you're checking
0: in yep from head to toe to fingertips every single piece of your body you're checking in with to see if you can notice sensations um without judgment of course And then so what's expected, not expected, what's asked of you is to um, sit without moving. We would have three hours a day, like morning, afternoon, and evening, where we were asked to sit for one hour as a group in the meditation hall and not move. So that's where my injury came probably from sitting in one of those on a stool where I was just too stubborn, you know? And and that's something that I had to realize that like, I was like, so concerned about looking perfect to other people who weren't even looking, their eyes were closed, you know what I mean? Like I, I realized my own stubbornness was that I just wanted to look perfect and I wasn't, and I just, you know, can't judge myself for that, but I have to become aware of that's something that I'm very insecure about. People can have their eyes closed and I'm still worried about, you know, If I look like I, I have my shit together.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it takes sitting, not doing anything to kind of like look internally and realize that that's maybe something that you're going through. Yeah.
0: And something that I have to have some compassion for self about.
1: Yeah. No, sorry. I thought you were finishing. No, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, for somebody that's looking on the outside in and that's listening to this and thinking, okay, this sounds excruciating. Why would I put myself through ten days of not talking, sitting quietly? Like that sounds eating like- vegetarian that's-
0: and vegan.
1: <laughs> on top of that, <laughs> that sounds like torture. Like, so what? What would you say? Like what did you get out of this experience? Like, was it worth all of the, all of the, you know, stress or like the, the torture that it it sounds like it is like,
0: what did you get out of
1: this experience?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and that's, that's so fair because it really, there were many, many times where I was like, Cussing at myself in my head, like, why are you, why are you doing this? This is like awful. You have like such, you, you're not gonna make it. You know, all the self doubt, all the self loathing, and that does sound like torture. Like, <laughs> like I laugh and I'm like, why? Well, I'm not sure why they call it a retreat. Like that, that's not yeah. a retreat, well, you know. Like, <laughs> but, but you know, to be fair, I, I do, I i am reminded that you know we were the meals that we did eat came from other people who were serving us you know i didn't have to pay to go there and at the end i didn't you don't have to make a donation as a first time student but if you feel you were given a gift then you know it, that's how they take payment so it was a gift and that was like the 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 beauty the irony of it all right but i think that you know was it worth it for me? Absolutely. It was life-changing. It was life-affirming. Um, I, I realized that, you know, meditation is healing for me, literally, physically rewiring my brain from the childhood trauma that I have gone through to the adult trauma that I've gone through to the traumas that I'm still going through, you know, and not to sound like I'm suffering so much, but suffering is real and it's real for everyone. It looks different for everyone, but it right. it, it manifests and sits in the body. It, it sits in the body for everyone very similarly as we're seeing with all of these new studies on autoimmune disease and trauma and how meditation and yoga and all these things can, and of course, um, nutrition, huge, right? Can, can help heal. Like our bodies are amazing. So this, this specific method really, really affirmed that I need to continue to love my body and have a relationship with my body because my soul is, is manifested in this body. And this is the body that I get to express and serve and experience this thing called life in and yeah I've been through some shit but like I'm resilient and I just the retreat was just affirming that I meant to be here and there are holistic ways of healing from trauma like deep trauma because I've been through some deep trauma like and I know people who have been through deep trauma and who use these practices and they wouldn't have recommended this, you know, if they didn't believe in it. And, and it's not even a belief. It's a trusting and it's a surrender. It And
1: that's, you know. yep. That word right there. <laughs> surrender.
0: <laughs> yeah. If, yeah.
1: If I could only imagine like one word that would go with a silent retreat is it would be surrender, like in my mind. Yeah. My mind. Of yeah. No, and that. you're
0: absolutely right. That was what I kept coming back to in my moments of, you know, becoming aware of my, my looping thoughts of self-doubt and all that was being like, Shay, you chose this, you know, surrender. This is a beautiful, this can be a really beautiful and powerful. And it's okay that you're experiencing feelings like this, but you know, surrender, surrender, and let it be. They're teaching you that everything arises to pass away. <laughs> this two yeah. shall so pass. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's in that moment then, and it's like, you know, in the moment that you're frustrated with work, it's in the moment that you're, you know, mad at your sister, or, you know, your friends, like, yeah, this sucks right now. It, it's it's in the moment of this coronavirus. Like, yeah, it sucks right now. Um, yeah. But if we ignore it and we fight it, what's the outcome? You know, but if we- Right, accept- we,
0: have we have to surrender. surrender. Accept, exactly, acceptance.
1: Yeah. Then I want, surrender. <laughs> I want to expand on- Or maybe both. Um, same time. I know that um, you- you are like a certified in, you have a trauma certification and, you know, dealing with, you know, your trauma firsthand and then going into the silent retreat and, and knowing the in-depth intricacies of trauma itself, just by like studying it and being a, you know, a, um, being a, a victim of it too like how could you elaborate on how the silent retreat kind of helped you kind of like from a scientific regard too, like of of what it's doing in the body I want you to like kind of rewind on what trauma means and how meditation helps in that way
0: yeah so Again, I'm not an expert i I will reach ten thousand hours of studying this one day, but I'm on my journey there um so my certification uh that was really awesome because i did I learned a lot about the the way trauma uh, i guess fits in the body the way trauma impacts the body like physically um and then um that certification also then taught me how to use yoga to help transform trauma. Um, so in learning that trauma needs to be physically processed out, I guess a great, I like using this example um of two bucks, like two deers with antlers, like running into each other and fighting and like, when they like release they shake off from like the impact right we have these situations where we aren't able to um where we get stuck in fight flight or freeze and when we um don't ever get to fully see it through and process that fight flight or freeze out it physically stores in our body and then starts to what they're saying is starts to manifest and um you know there's studies that say it manifests in these autoimmune diseases it manifests in chronic low back pain it manifests in rage anxiety depression um, high-risk behaviors like riding motorcycles having lots of sex partners doing drugs coping with alcohol right um not good at, at relationships like this is this is what we need to understand about trauma and that can be at any age and on top of that we don't even necessarily when we're traumatized our memory because we're in that fight flight or freeze are it's compartmentalized I believe is how it is it's, it is explained so, so like it's fragmented in pieces So that's why it's hard for because that's how the body can survive. So that's why it's hard for survivors to then tell a full, complete story, if that makes sense. So what what has to happen then is that all, it's not just one, it's not just yoga, it's not just meditation, it's not just nutrition, it's things like yoga, meditation, nutrition, rest, dancing, singing, sports, acting, theater, Chanting, playing music, like all of these, you know, just things we do as humans consciously that are so beautiful that that really um, rewire the brain physically. And then also help then that human being and that soul become attuned to themselves in relationship with themselves. So not just stuck in their head and detached from their body that was violated or whatever was happened. You know, our body, regardless of um, if it's sexual abuse or like a car impact, I guess, is what I'm trying to compare that to. It's the body that that we are, in a sense, rejecting and, and dis- dis- dissociating from, right? Um, right? Not having that relationship because it failed us, in a sense. So, all of these things and the, the, the Vipassana meditation absolutely included literally help rewire our brain so that we are able to um come in and out of these fight flight freezes and the systems smoothly harm harmoniously you know able to have our sensors work and then turn off when they need to turn off because what happens is they're stuck in in that mode the rest of their life and that's why all of these things are manifesting in the ways that they manifest yeah if that makes and, sense no
1: it so. that makes sense. <laughs> that's where i think like it comes into play with meditation isn't just like something that you just you know go to
0: no so and i can explain the vipassana you know yeah Seriously, so, so the Vipassana, cause you, you were asking how that can help with trauma from, from what I personally have experienced and from what I understand and interpret what I'm learning about trauma and healing and the body and the spirit. In this Vipassana meditation, this technique, it is a very in-depth body scan so deep that you are trained to to check in with every space every piece in your body to notice and observe the sensations and then work with them to meditate on them to 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 dissect them and what ends up happening is not only are you like like you know focusing on this pain for me my example the pain in my butt you know i was focusing on like oh okay this is in, this is intense this is you know naming it for the sensations that it was i was also able to you know come to that realization that like i'm being stubborn and i and i i can move my body and i should move my body and have some compassion for my body how many other places in my life am i ignoring my body when it's telling me it's in pain And I'm Mm -hmm. pushing through it, you know, like things like that. But then on top of that, you you, are to go, I guess, to circle back to the trauma. If you're having autoimmune disease or if you have, you know, this chronic low back pain like I have, like your shit comes up when you're in meditation and then you start piecing together. Oh, my gosh. You know, X, Y, Z happened to me it's manifesting in ABC ways and now I'm sitting down and actually listening to my body and checking in and noticing that I'm in pain here or I actually feel better here and this is working or this is not working but then when it comes to trauma rewiring the brain like you're and like it's just so it's so crazy to explain because I know I probably sound crazy but like I feel like I could feel my cells and like my neural pathways really rewiring when I was, you know, working on and working through all of, you know, my shit, you know, everything. I had time within those 100 hours to think about everything, Mm -hmm. everything, and I couldn't run away from it, and I had to decide right then and there, like, am I going to accept it, allow it, nurture it? rewire it yes I am so I'm going to focus on you know figuring this out and of course they it wasn't just um it wasn't like we sat down and like knew what to do we were listening to a guide the whole time and that was so beautiful because you literally were being taught something that you can then either come you know like you can continue on for the rest of your life to have like it's something that you can have and I really just think that if people who are ready uh, during, if people are on a healing journey from trauma and are ready to, you know, really, um, or are in the space where they're interested in this type of meditation and they understand that like it is about rewiring the brain, this is brilliant for that, like it's, it's brilliant and it's also beautiful because again is this is what the buddha taught and yes the buddha well, i guess says that he's just a man and anyone could be a buddha because a buddha means enlightened person but like the buddha comes from thousands of years ago and the fact that human beings knew back then that this is something that was healing and it needs to be held in its pristine form and passed down like yes do this try this if you are curious like I I highly recommend it and it was hard as hell it was really hard but it was man affirming life affirming for sure
1: so going like from that into our life today from being quarantined and you know, dealing with all this uncertainty that we have now, where is your headspace? Like, and how do you think that, you know, this 10-day silent retreat is helping you through these times right now? And what would you say to those people that are quarantined and are saying, okay, I can't go to a 10-day silent retreat. What am I going to do?
0: Yeah. Start small. Start with um, you know, taking maybe five minutes out of the morning where you're just silent and you're moving throughout your normal routine, but you're present and you're noticing, you know, your surroundings, you're noticing how maybe the temperature in your hands as you're like preparing your toothbrush or touching the sink or washing your hands, something like that. Um, I think this retreat really, prepared me for this and really just helped instill my morning routine that I started in January in preparation for this. I've been meditating um, every morning for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Um, I've really been pushing for an hour and and pretty proud of myself for um, just creating that routine. And I think that that really helped establish The retreat really helped establish, um, the routine even more and also just really, um, proved that meditation is something that works for me. Um, and then as far as what we're going through right now, you know, I literally find myself checking in and having 30 seconds of present moment throughout the day. That was that I think that that really. Probably helped. Um, I don't want to say speed up the process because it's not a. It's. It's a. I don't know how to explain it, but it's now a part of my daily life. Like, I. I enjoy when I'm able to come back. To myself and to the present moment, because then I'm able to go back out and be better for myself and for my loved ones, if that makes sense. And I think that, you know, if people can find these little moments just where they're noticing, okay, I'm taking a deep breath right now and I'm gonna listen for and notice the sounds, or I'm gonna take a deep breath and I'm gonna notice five things that are blue, or I'm gonna take a deep breath and notice notice if I can feel tingling in my toes, you know, or I'm gonna take a deep breath and I'm gonna choose to walk away instead of fight with my loved one over the same thing for the 10th time you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) because we are in closed quarters and tension stress is real and so is stepping into the bathroom and finding a moment to check in with yourself where you like self-love is really important It's, it's it only makes you better to the people that you care about.
1: That is so, that's like so true. Cause I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like an angel at all with this. Like I struggle with this. Every <laughs> this is something. Yeah,
0: me too. All day long.
1: <laughs> this is something that I've even had a conversation with the other, of the other night. It's like, you know, little ways that you're, that me personally, I'm acting out in, you know, I've had people call me out and say, Christina, you are acting this way because you do not love yourself enough. Like y- you come off as a confident person, but you need to truly like love yourself more because yeah. it's coming out in this way and in that way. Um, and, and you're subconsciously not, you know, realizing that it stems from self self self-love and you know back to what you said too how you treat yourself is how you're going to treat how you know you're going to treat other people view yeah you know and vice versa so um
0: absolutely and I, I there was someone said recently like to see yourself Uh, and whatever you believe in god the universe source or whatever but to see yourself to try and remember to see yourself through sources eyes through god's eyes and i just thought that that was really beautiful you know like and helpful in trying to cultivate this relationship with self like oh yeah remembering that you know it, it there's more than me i'm connected to every human being, I'm connected to this amazing thing that's bigger than me, I don't even know what it is, but I mean, look at these, look at the seasons changing, like, I don't know, I can't create that, something did, this is, this this is, I don't know, I just thought that that was a beautiful way to remember, yeah, I should look at myself through the divine's eyes because I am divine. I am connected to everything and everything is divine. Everything from the suffering to the beautiful enlightenment, awakening moments, and all of that in between. All We're all connected. We're all going through it together. And I really do think that coming out of this quarantine, like I really do think that we, human consciousness is, we're literally evolving right now as we're sitting in quarantine you know what i mean like we're going to come back together and we're going to come back to almost these tribal ways of living where we understand that it is about community and we have to rely on each other and and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to lift each other up like this is what we're supposed to do this is we are supposed to walk each other home
1: right i mean the world is literally forcing us to think that way right Uh, that's how i look at it yeah you know yeah so not connected that we're more connected than ever in a weird like paradoxical way
0: exactly
1: (laughs) in the the most counterintuitive sense we are
0: so so ironic and beautiful
1: like we're not connected, we're forced to be in our homes, but we're so connected because we have technology now, but we're also so connected now because we're able to sit and pause and not do anything and and stop like normal ways of life. And
0: exactly
1: force each other to ask for help when we need it. Like, you know, health, the healthcare system and, and the economy and everybody's like, forced to, to help people so that like, you know, we can help people recover from this and, you know, right. pushing and pulling and giving and taking what they can. Like, you know, the restaurant industry, people are doing food banks and, you know. Yeah.
0: It's so amazing. And- There's so and- many beautiful things that are coming from this.
1: And that's, that's another thing I wanted to talk about too, is, uh, my journey in in particular, I decided to get off of social media for three days. And I know we kinda talked about this a little bit before we gave went on the podcast, but for me, getting off social media, getting off the news and getting off everything, um, because first of all, like we all know, the news is super, super negative in itself. And, you know, I was at my mom's house uh, you know, right before things got a little crazy and when the news was on, I literally sat there and I had almost like a panic attack. Cause I'm like, this is just one bad thing after another, after another, after another. And they yeah. had me on all like night long. And I'm like, guys, shut this off. Like, <laughs> I don't mean to be like, I don't yeah. build myself from reality, but also like, it's like, God, I need to just like cut myself off of everything. But the main point that I'm I'm trying to make is that, you know, there are a lot of negative things that like you we could be looking at right now, but like me cutting everything out, I'm trying really hard to force myself to think about all the like the really good things that are coming from this. And yeah. you know, like like I said, I think now's a time where everybody is silent everybody's forced to put a pause and like what does that mean for us as humans i think for me it meant like going you know kind of deep into myself a little bit and doing like a like an internal analysis like i told you earlier it was like an identity crisis like who am I? Yeah. I haven't given this Who am I? Who am I? I haven't given this time. I've
0: been a robot.
1: <laughs> no, seriously, it's like I have not had this much time to sit with myself and have no distractions and really think about, like, you know, what. You're on
0: your own silent meditation retreat. <laughs>
1: seriously, yeah. I... You should do a
0: whole day. You should challenge yourself to do a whole day where you just don't talk. And I need to start doing that. That's something a goal of mine is to, my big goal is to do it one day a week, but maybe like one day a month where I get everyone on my in my family on board, like, hey, I can't talk today and I'm not really going to be looking at you, but I need to do this. And like, you can take a day for yourself too, but like, I want to do this because it was really nice to like, just have that space. To yeah. like be with self, so
1: yeah, that's. I amazing. hope that you're
0: enjoying it. I hope you're being. I hope you're being easy on yourself and having compassion with yeah. all the epiphanies and awakenings and enlightenments Because I'm sure you've had a lot of revelations oh, yeah. at that time. Oh yeah, and that's amazing.
1: <laughs> it's it's good. Like it's a roller coaster, right? Like I think.
0: Yeah. You no,
1: know, when when you're going through that journey and you're like really self evaluating. There's a point, I mean, I can speak for me, but like, it's like one second, you're total self-sabotaging and then you come to like, you know, an appreciation for yourself. (laughs) Like, oh wow, I just learned about myself. Like, let me take, let me take this like knowledge that I know now and like, I like, I have like gratitude that I can like.
0: Yeah. Gratitude is exactly it.
1: You know, and that's
0: what it all like they say there's big studies again too about gratitude and how powerful it is and you know i I love that they're coming out with studies because it is you know it, it it is a part of spiritual practice, but it's real. gratitude is powerful, and it can really when you're able to come to the perspective of gratitude and really embrace it and hold it in your heart like you walk through. You that is enlightenment that is awakening you know what i mean
1: right yeah i mean like let's think of three things right now on this podcast like while we're talking about it like what are some things that we can be nice. grateful for from this experience like number one for me it's i
0: yeah
1: i mean go go off and <laughs> go off and name one what are you grateful for for this quarantine
0: say yours again say yours again
1: yeah, so mine, I think, is, you know, having having the space to do an internal assessment and, and look at some things that I can learn for, about myself.
0: Yes. Mine, I would say my greatest thing I'm grateful for is all the time that I've been able to spend with my family both in Michigan and just, um, uh, my little unit, the four of us too. <laughs> as crazy as we all are, <laughs> but it's been, it's been, you know, um, intentional time and not just the robotic movements of everyday life.
1: Yeah. yeah. We've had
0: nothing else to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nice. I mean, how often, like, I mean, I think Cause lot- we
0: lost our jobs too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Forgot to mention that. (laughs) Through
1: through the coronavirus. And and
0: that's, I can laugh. Yeah, yeah, because Rich is a a personal trainer Mm -hmm. and I teach yoga. So studios and gyms are closed. So that's been pretty interesting. But again, you know, been able to come back to gratitude really through these spiritual practices of meditation, um, of journaling of moving my body and getting out all that ang- anxious tense energy physically like i'm grateful i'm alive we're healthy my family's healthy you know you're healthy and i'm sitting here on a podcast talking about um things that i love and i'm very passionate about so gratitude <laughs> thank you for having me
1: <laughs> yeah no, i know and i'm thankful for hopefully the things that people can walk away from and from this conversation hopefully somebody gets get some good use out of it and hopefully it'll you know maybe inspire just well I did
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm inspired
1: (laughs) (laughs) that means a lot
0: I am I'm really I am inspired I'm really inspired and you know everyone that I told that I was going on this today it was just really um I don't know the word, but the, it was like, I had like butterflies in my stomach cause everyone was like, have fun. That's really awesome. And like, really, we're really genuine about it. I'm like, man, like people are doing awesome things. Like I gotta make sure I, I stay, you know, true to my, what I wanna do because I can easily fall into depression and anxiety, but you know, keep keep meditating and <laughs> keep moving my body, eating right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is inspiring.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, and I think it's like a it's like a domino effect too. One person does one thing and then, you know, it makes somebody else want to do it, and then eventually you have a movement. And that's like really like the biggest kind of takeaway for me in, in all of this the whole purpose of people. Yeah, you know, the whole purpose of, you know, talking about meditation is to really hit home for one person. Cause I know for me, and I talk about it on the first episode too, is, you know, I fell into meditation on accident. Um, you know, I didn't really know what meditation was. I took a, I took a class and it ended up getting me out of a very abusive relationship that I didn't even know was abusive at the time. Um, wow.
0: That's yeah. powerful.
1: Yeah. So really like my hopes is I hope somebody stumbles on this and they think, "Oh, this sounds interesting. Let me meditate." And then, you know, yes. online the they build a skill in their brain where they, you know, come out of maybe some really bad traumas or really bad yeah. You know, internal things that they're working with that they didn't even know was going on, right? Um
0: Right. Yeah. No <laughs> oh, stop. Seriously.
1: It is real stuff. So, Self
0: actualization all the way around. <laughs> like you can't, you won't miss a thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going going straight into all your shit. Meditation.
0: <laughs> Man, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> um,
0: Don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Seriously, but um, be
0: kind to yourself.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's so easy to say, but like. It's so hard to do. Like ninety percent of the time is to be kind to yourself. Like, yeah, one thing I learned, we're our
0: now, own, we're our own worst critic, right? Yeah,
1: seriously, our biggest critic. And like, if we yeah. took a, a tape recorder of our brains and listened to like how right. we talk to ourselves, <laughs>
0: like, yikes!
1: Would be like, Why yikes! So mean, <laughs> like,
0: they're so mean, exactly. <laughs> mean right and that was just like heartbreaking and that's what again meditation and and you know vipassana is a great one that really can help you be like oh i need to be nicer to myself and really do it
1: yeah i mean it's not corny stuff guys i promise like (laughs)
0: it's not it's not it really is it really is
1: yeah, I
0: like be your own best friend.
1: Seriously, because because who's going to be your best friend if you're not your own best friend first? Like,
0: yeah, seriously. You know? And it's not easy, but just do it.
1: <laughs> just do it.
0: <laughs> if you have time, if you have time right now. Yeah. But really, truly, you know, also, since we are on um a podcast. And whoever is listening, I just want to say I have been keeping everyone in my thoughts and my prayers because this is a really, really strange time and a really hard time for a lot of people. I'm going through some things myself, so I'm just, again, extending that energy out there that I'm thinking of all of you. You too, Christina. I know that this is, it's just, it is what it is. But we are in this together, truly,
1: yeah, yeah, thank you for thanks for sharing the message, like seriously, um, we really all do need it, um, and it's nice to know that we can all come together, and you know we're gonna make it through there yeah. there is yeah, to it, it's just you know this is temporary for now, and yeah, you know, we're gonna learn a lot from this and. When we do, we're going to be exactly. so much stronger on the other end. So
0: I know it's exciting. It's,
1: it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. So I want our yes. listeners to take away something from this. So if you, if you could, I guess, instill one skill that somebody can pick up today or one takeaway from this whole podcast what, like, what do you want our listeners
0: to know? Oh, that's so, there's so much. <laughs> so when I, when I become 10,000 hours in with all this, I'll be able to give an elevator speech, but I'm going to try my best today. Say <laughs> it in like one minute, right. Or one sentence. Um, use your five senses yeah. as tools. To check in with yourself, your sight, your smell, your hearing, your tasting, your touching. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Use your five senses to take a pause at any point throughout the day to just check in with what physically is going on through your senses with no judgment Mm -hmm. um, so that you can then arrive back to yourself. And be able to move throughout your day, at least a little bit more present and in in being yourself, too, if that makes sense. But the five senses, take that away. Use them. They're free.
1: <laughs> you don't have to pay for them. <laughs> this is you not-
0: I hope not.
1: Marketing scheme. And if
0: not, <laughs> if you do have to, yeah, or thank you for technology because they they do have some pretty cool gadgets now for (laughs) for our human experience so but yes the five senses take those away use them
1: cool beautiful beautifully beautifully put well uh shay is there any way if somebody wants to come find you and check out what you're doing uh where they can find you at
0: yeah i can be found at Mostly I do a lot of, well, I do most of my social media through Instagram. So at hippie bum Peace. <laughs> I've had that name for like over 10 years. I love it. <laughs> um, but that's where I am. Yeah. And then from there on that page, you'll find my, the page to the link to my nonprofit page on Instagram, Maroon Village. You'll find the link to Green Infusions, which is the natural nourishment business. Rich and I also run where we host. Different classes focused around um, holistic practices, holistic healing. Um, But yeah, on Instagram at hippiebumpeace.
1: Beautiful. And I
0: have a website that you can, the link is up there too. And I have a blog, so (laughs) shea gardneryoga.com.
1: Shea Not
0: really good at, (laughs) yes shaygardneryoga.com always fun trying to remember how to promote yourself
1: (laughs) (laughs) wonderful wonderful well thank you so much shay this was a really fun time thank
0: you um
1: i hope you guys got a lot of value from this i know i did just by talking with you myself um all of those of you listening um chill out everything's gonna be fine we're gonna get through this and we'll see you on the next episode. If you guys enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave some love in the reviews, subscribe to the podcast. And lastly, let's go higher today.